Now, what are we here for? Call of Duty Vanguard, mate. What a gig to right. land. Right? Shit. It's a big one. It's a big one. I thought Rainbow yeah. Six was a good one, but man, this is this is awesome. Well, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. Yeah. You know, it, no, I no. Mean, it, you know, it is a slightly. It's a different. Obviously, it's a different. Um, a slightly different situation where this is a you know a full campaign. I did for Siege. I did some. You did uh, the voice, some, yeah. The voice work, and I did some PCAP for uh, SI twenty twenty. But this is you know it's a full campaign. It's a full narrative story going through the whole thing, which is mm-hmm. incredible and. Awesome character who I love. Riggs is oh, he's just great. Oh, Riggs was awesome. And I, I, I've been uploading the um, the sort of the Aussie slang. Yep. Uh, and it's gaining a bit of traction on uh, on the old YouTubes. Nice. And, uh, oh, I think I, w- I might have seen that video. Have you? I think I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I've watched it all. My, because my picture's going funny on YouTube. Yeah, half, it's half coming. It's coming. Just, that's all right. Guys, this is an audio only until I fix it. Guys, this is an audio only uh, interview. Just say no, I'm going to have some chocolate because you can't see my mouth right now. So, (laughs) until I fix it, it's audio only. I love it. Oh, man. I'm so so sorry, man. You got to be good, mate. It's all good. So, how did it all come about, mate? The um, the Um, role? Well, I mean, you know, pretty much all the, uh, the big jobs I've done, it's the same. Uh, process of you, you know, you uh, either get approached or your reps approach um, a casting director who's casting for a project. A brief will go out, and uh, and then you know every man and his dog tries to get an audition and, <laughs> and put puts down a tape. Especially in 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 today's uh, you know COVID climate, mm. um, most first round auditions will be. You know, on tape, and uh, so this that, was on you know, tape. Pretty... Yeah, I was in Australia when I when oh, I first wow. read for this. Nice. Yeah, um, so that probably eases the pressure for you, doesn't it? Because you don't have all the execs or whoever like in the room. Does that make it? Easy? Yeah, it, it, yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, they're still there on a Zoom call, but yeah. um, I think yeah, being in your own space, um, yeah. not walking into a foreign space where you're not. You know, you, you you might not know what the where the setup is, and you know, like a lot. Of, just as a little example, a lot of um, actors have a pref- preferred side uh, of the face that they like <laughs> to be shot on, and I do. What's yours? I, I like mine's this side. You know, I don't like being on this angle. I just don't like it. Not as bad, but uh, <laughs> it's just you know, you you just know that certain angles will make you look better on camera and what have you, and you okay. know, I know. I know when I walk into a casting room and they've got the camera on the wrong side, I'm like, and it's not because it's going to really, which shouldn't affect my performance at all. Yeah. You just, you know, you want to paint yourself in the best light. And that's just a tiny little example that can throw some people off. And and yeah, you just, you know, you might not know what the lighting's like. You might have a bad reader. Um, Mm. Or you might have a great reader and the energy in the room might be fantastic. You know, you might go in at 10 a.m. in the morning and everyone's fresh and they're excited. You know, if you're doing an in-person one or you might go in in the evening when everyone's super tired and over it and there's just this dead energy. You know, I've had that before too. Whereas That's pretty unlucky, isn't it, when that happens? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's all It's all part of it. But, yeah, mm. I've had it happen where you just walk and you're like, oh, nobody wants to be here. 
And they don't want to be doing this right now. They're tired. It's Friday night. It's it's five thirty. That you know. So and yeah, then you have the other opportunity, the other times when you walk in and, and everyone's just vibing and yeah. But at least if you're doing it, you know, via Zoom or you know on tape, uh, you're in your environment and you can do a lot of things to bolster that up and you know you can control a lot of the things that might not be in your control if you're in in the room in person. So how did that audition go? Did you feel confident after it? Or were you yeah, I was iffy? really happy. Yeah. No, I was really, really happy with the work I did on that. I mean, I, it, it's, I've, I've found, you know, I've been at this a long time now and um, I've really found that characters that I'm familiar with um, and that I like and that are well-written and that I feel I'm, you know, suitable for, mm-hmm. uh, I feel very comfortable doing those auditions it's when it's a, a job that you're like, I'm, I'm just, I don't feel like I'm the right person for this character. Or, mm. um, that's when I found it challenging. But Riggs, you know, it was one of those situations where even down to his name, um, yeah, I, I was like, this is, this is, this, I'm supposed to have this job from, from day one. I, I've, I've just felt a connection with it. You know, uh, Lethal Weapon was one of my favorite franchises growing up. And, you know, Mel Gibson's character's name was Riggs, Martin Riggs. <laughs> I always felt a connection with that. And this character's yeah. name's Riggs. And I'm like, this is meant to be. It's meant to be. <laughs> that being said, I felt that way before and it hasn't been meant to be, you know. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I, 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 did, I found the material was so well written for this. Um, oh, wasn't the, it? The right- they got oh, all the yeah. Aussie slang right. I know that. Did you have input on that or not? They were really open, the creative team and the writers were really, um, I mean, they, their base material was just second to none. And, you know, I've said this in a few interviews, it's, they're one of the best creative teams I've ever worked with. Um, oh, yeah. I, it, it was just such a joy to work with people who were so skilled and, and the writing staff, you know, they, they uh, you know, they wrote a lot of Australian colloquialisms and- Drongo, mate. Most, Drongo. You know, most of them were on point. I would never say Drongo. Yeah. I just, I don't think I've ever called anyone a Drongo in my life, but my uncle does. Yeah. You know, and he's of that era. (laughs) And the other cool thing was they were very, you know, open to me. They they checked in with any kind of Australianisms. Mm. They they said, look, if there's anything in here that, that, you know, think is bullshit or that an Aussie wouldn't say, let us know. You know, and they, they cool. were really accommodating with that and not only accommodating, but they they had a real commitment to getting it right. They really wanted to do, you know, the character justice and um, and that was nice having the freedom. In terms of the actual dialogue, I, I, didn't, I don't think I really changed anything. It was just it was kind of perfect the way it was. So if it ain't broke, don't, don't fuck with it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're looking good now, guys. It took 10 minutes. To get it's the right. tech issues. There you are there on the screen. Oh, you mate, see your beautiful face? You like this? Yeah, you're like Letterman up there. Yeah, you like it? Glorious. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> mate, no, it is a pleasure to have you, mate. I've only ever had one other Aussie on the show and I've had like a 100 oh, guests. Wow. You know, wow. I've, had, I've had Troy Baker. I've had Kevin Conroy. I've had Jennifer Hale. Big boys and, and girls. <laughs> yeah. And wow. The only other Aussie is from Modern Warfare. I don't know if you know her, Claudia Demit. That's the only other Aussie I've had. I haven't met Claudia. She, no. She's in Warzone as um, okay. Farah. Oh, um, is she an Aussie? She's an Aussie. Yeah, she's incredible. 
Yeah. She had one. She had what she had. Or the young Farah had one of the best uh, best segments in Modern Warfare in the campaign. It was incredible. You know when you you're going to chop the Achilles. Oh yeah, I'm obsessed. Nice. Nice. This game's got me obsessed with with God. It's terrible. I play it. Oh really? Much. Yeah, I love it. I've got a I got a squad actually of of um of ex neighbors stars who I play with every Friday. Neighbors um, is in the show. Yeah. Yeah, if you ever join in my team, you'll see uh, Sam Would Clark. Would I know them? Tim, Sam Clark was, what was his character's name? He dated Margot Robbie on the show. Um, oh, wow. What was his character's name? Can't remember. Tim Phillips played Scott and Charlene's son. Tim um, Phillips was in The Dunes, yeah? Yep. He yep. was He was my, my co-star in The Dunes, and he also uh, played Dante in DMC Devil May Cry. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty we, cool. We actually- Oh mate, he's great. We we actually moved out here together, and uh, at all at the same time. And um, yeah, oh, wow. he's back in Australia now. He, he's working back there. But um, yeah, yeah. And then the other ones, um, Ben Nicholas, who played, uh, I think Tadpole, I think it was Tadpole on Neighbours years ago. Remember there was like Tadpole, Toadfish, Stonefish. There was all these different like weird fishes. You're, you're pushing my pop. knowledge now, but <laughs> anyway, yeah. I but, couldn't uh, believe yeah, anyway. when I saw that you were in Neighbours and Stingers and Blue Healers. This doesn't yeah, mean anything more. to the half the people watching, but yeah, now, right. in Australia, these are classic shows. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. Do, do you, you know the um, the Instagram account Brown Cardigan? What is it? Let me look it up. So, guys, Brown Cardigan, Brown Cardigan for anyone that's live with us right now, uh, it's, a, it's an Instagram account of – very Aussie Aussies doing very Aussie oh, things. yeah, yeah. Not always good things. Uh, yeah. They're just very loose. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. they actually, I couldn't believe it. They actually posted one day, they posted my scene from Blue Healers when oh, I was playing really? like a, yeah, I was playing a, a, a speed addict. And uh, it, but I, I turned it into a comedy scene. <laughs> was, anyway, they posted it on there, which I thought was hilarious. That was my claim. To oh, find. I need to see this now. I'm going to yeah. go digging after oh, the show. Do it. Do it. Now, I hope you all guys uh, have beaten the campaign because we are going to get into it a little bit. Um, I think I've beaten it three times already. Have you beaten it, Martin? Are you serious? No. Yeah, I have, yeah. I'm up to – I've just started uh, – I don't know if we want to do any spoilers in here, but I've just started Riggs's um, Riggs's part of the campaign when uh, Hams takes the the uh, explosive device out of his hands. I've just finished that level, so um, I've been trying to stream it for all the people who have sort of supported my journey on the on the game. You need to get it on YouTube. Um, Lucas Reactor plays his level, something like yeah. that. Oh no, a hundred percent. I'll definitely, I'll definitely do it. That's um, um Nikolai plays Des, yeah. He's a good yeah. friend of yours, isn't he? Yeah, I've known Nico for a long, long time. Um, yeah. Me, him, Tim Phillips, we were with the same agent originally. I, I'm pretty sure that's how we met. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Nico and I lived in the same apartment complex in Australia. Wow. And. Our, our paths have just crossed so many times. Uh, so by coincidence, you're both in this game as like best friends in the game as well. Yeah, like, that's yeah. crazy. I know, and he's he's great. He's 
he's a very, very talented actor and um, and he's just a sweetheart of a guy. He was really, really funny in this. I don't know. Look, he's he's great. It. Yeah. Well, it, it was funny because when I had auditioned for the part, I was going to play, I was playing Riggs more like that, you know, really sort of loose and mm. a, bit, a bit nutty. And then we got on set. To do and he the, outnutted uh, you. <laughs> where he just he just went there like he was already you know we started the scene and um yeah. you know he you know he was he was already there and I went all right well, maybe I need to pull back a little bit to have a bit of contrast but I thought we had a great dynamic and as I said he's 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 a super cool guy he's doing great he's getting lots of great jobs um Alexian he says. I want to know, does Lucas Riggs get a chance to eat lemmingtons for a week after that last mission? I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know if I can comment on that. <laughs> I can tell you I certainly do. <laughs> it's a great line. Because, uh, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the description of the character, it said he was a sheep shearer. He yeah. loves eating lemmingtons and playing cards. That's on the yeah yeah that's on the bio. Does that check yeah, out with well, you as well? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I've never shorn I've never shorn a sheep, um, you know. But I've worn wool. I've worn yeah exactly. I've I've worn woolen socks before, so that's that's not far off. But yeah, I love for anyone who doesn't know what a lamington is, it's a an Australian. Would you call it like a cake or a dessert? Yeah, and it's basically like a sponge cake, and if they're done right. They're sliced in half. They're like a little square block and they're sliced in half and there's a layer of jam in America. We call it jello, like raspberry jam. Yeah. And then it's kind of roll, it's kind of like dipped in this chocolate sauce, but not too thick, just the perfect amount. And then rolled in <laughs> in coconut flakes. You're selling this, man. You are really Mate, selling Lamingtons this. are good. Oh. <laughs> you sound like you and miss like, them. Oh, well, I do. I mean, <laughs> I you know, growing up, I was a little, I was a little candy head i was chubby little teenager who just i loved my cakes and desserts and chocolate and um you know as i've kind of moved into the industry that i have i have to really restrict you know i'm, I'm on my like tiny little pieces of 85 percent <laughs> cacao chocolate and um oh no you're one of those uh, now are you yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I have to admit i have to admit i am in the gym um, every day yeah every day yeah but the lamingtons i still love them and you know at christmas I'll have a you know slice of pavlova and and some lamingtons. Will you be down here for Christmas, or are you going to be up in the Mate, states? Actually, yeah, I think later today I need to look at booking flights. I've got, um, I think I'm going to be at Comic Con in Melbourne. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, that's when's that happening? Tenth uh, and eleventh, I think it is of, of December. December, yeah, yeah, and then. On the evening of the 11th, for anyone that's in Melbourne, the Dunes, my film, I'd love for you. Are you in Melbourne? Yeah, mate. Yeah. I, I would love for you to come. They're having the, the Australian premiere at Monster Fest at Cinema Nova in Carlton. Oh, uh, 8.30 p.m. Yeah, so pardon me. You can get tickets now uh, for anyone that wants to come and check out the movie. But I really need to get back for that. And um, and I want to just visit, visit family, see my dad, and uh, hopefully, you know, spend Christmas with him, which would be great. Yeah, you have, you have any other brothers or sisters, or just you? No, just me. Yeah, just, right. That's that's exactly how I wanted it. Kicking it down <laughs> in the Mornington Peninsula, yeah. You yeah, you, yeah. you are close to me actually. Oh, without giving you? it away. You're down there? 
somewhere down um, that, that, that area? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, let's near... just, we can talk. We can talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm close. I'm close. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I love it down there. It's such a beautiful area. Yeah, I love it too. Dog Boy, Dan, you're the goat, brah. Thank you, Dog Boy. Uh, Northern Nerdcast, congrats on being a part of a massive game series, Martin. Thank you. It's literally probably the biggest you can be a part of, nearly. I mean, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, in terms of, like, shooters, FPS, I'd say, yeah. There's not many bigger. Yeah, no. It's a a super juggernaut. It's a really, uh, it's a real privilege, you know, to to be included in such a significant way, you know. And I would say you might even be one of the first leading Aussies in a game ever. Like, there's not, like, I yeah, really maybe. enjoyed those missions because, I like, Jeez. there's not often I get to play as an Aussie. No. Oh, my God. Fucking, I'm sorry. I just I just got back from the hairdresser and I don't even know what's going on. It's out of control. <laughs> I'm trying to fix it. Um, no, well, you, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm, you know, I'd, I'd taken a big step away from actually playing games for probably the last 10 years and, yeah. Um. Yeah, since uh, getting back into it, I've you know obviously been doing voice work in quite a few games now, and um, it just I've just gone head first into into gaming, and uh, I just love it, you know. And it, um, I think the fact now that you can you know you can be a performer in video games, and it, to me, it feels just as legit as if you're doing it in movies or um, or television. It's just amazing. So, yeah, mate. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure there's other Aussie actors that have. Maybe not. I don't know. I need to. No, do some seriously. More there, there I, mean, you, many, I mean, I've I played a lot of games, mate. I do this for a living, and I. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you now, man. There's not many. So, no. no really, really well done. Thank you. I oh, think- yeah, I feel really. I'm incredibly grateful to the you know the team at Sledgehammer and um you know everyone behind COD. You must They've be. Been- yeah, you must be proud. Yeah, I am. I am. It's been a long, it's been a long career, and I've been grinding for a long time. So mm. um, it's nice that it's you know that it's it's going well and it's all on track. And uh, how did you enjoy the volume? Was that your first? Oh, that was your second time in the second volume. time on the volume. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like it. I, th- there's a, there's a few aspects about working on a volume that I love. One of them is that it, it is a very controlled environment. You know, you're not hindered by light or wet and you know weather in general um mm, not, i didn't think of not, that actually yeah it's you know filming's always an interesting thing like especially if you're doing exteriors you've got to you've got to take into allowance you know where the sun is in the sky to match scenes you know if it rains good luck filming in melbourne <laughs> yeah you know so and then you've got sound sound issues if you know mm. when you when you're doing exteriors um yep and but being on the volume for the for, for the most part, it's it's very controlled sound. Only occasionally, I think something outside. We're in Los Angeles, after all, so occasionally something outside makes its a noise makes its way in there, and you got to read the take. But for the most part, it's it's great, and you know you're warm. You're in your little your funny little wetsuit looking <laughs> things with the bubbles all over. A little you. bit too tight for your liking, or what? Mine was comfy, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got lucky. Mine was a good fit. I had the right size shoes and um, I, I, I have to admit I always felt 
a little naked in terms of having because you got to shave your face to get all the uh, peacock dots painted on. Um, no beard. And yeah. I don't like being cleanly shaven. Me I either, very, mate. I feel very <laughs> exposed and vulnerable. <laughs> when so, I shaved it once for this show, everyone said, "What have you done? Who is this man? <laughs> Who's this imposter?" Right. Oh, the, the only advantage to it for me is it gets rid of some of the silvers, but whatever I'm getting oh, used to them now. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's it like working with Laura Bailey and, and the crew, Derek? Oh, and mate. I mean, they, she's she's got to be – she's like royalty. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, GK says it best. He plays Arthur Kingsley. He's like, you know, Laura, Laura's like the, uh, the Meryl Streep of gaming and uh, – <laughs> Mate, she's not far off. I tell you what, she's so talented and she's such a sweet person. And um, she just got a good, I mean, the whole cast did all the, all the, you know, core cast were very generous performers. Um, you know, there, there was no egos uh, on the volume. Everyone was really supportive and, uh, you know, had a really common goal. And I think, you know, that when you're working with people of that caliber, because they've all done a lot of stuff. Yep. Um, they're there for a common purpose, and then when you add really good material to it, you're juiced about it. You know, you just want to do the best work you can and and do the do the project justice. I didn't even know that was um, Dom who played um, yeah that German character. I forgot the name now. Um, oh, Richter. Richter. Yeah. yeah. I, it looked like him, but I didn't know it was him because of the voice. Yeah. So like yeah. and. Not only was I surprised with him, but um, the main villain, Fry Singer, Dan. Yeah, Dan. What a Dan performance. Is, that that was menacing. Mate, that guy, it, working, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like some of the questions I've been asked, what's like, what was your favourite experience? But there was the scene when we'd all been captured uh, and, you know, he had his moment and mm-hmm. he, it was one of – the most rewarding performance experiences that I've ever had were just watching him work. He, that, that guy, he's he's on another level. He's, he's so talented, great. man. I yeah. can tell. And I, and but but Ugh. also I think having that character, that and that yeah. scene, it was like he had it all there. Yeah, to create just something that I was just sitting there going, "This is like it's like going to the best piece of theater, and you're in the front row." But then you're also in the cast. Yeah, but like, you're, this is yeah. everything. This is the. This is just the best. You know. Hold on. Did you have a scene with him? I'm, oh, you did at the end. No spoilers. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, no spoilers. <laughs> um, but he's he's great. And yeah, Dom was amazing. I cherish the, you know, the scene I'm talking about with him. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Was yeah. there were there any laughs in, when you did that, or were you pretty cool? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, when we weren't performing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a really funny guy. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, he's yeah. He made me he made me chuckle on many an occasion. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'll get some of these questions. Uh, yeah, some people sure. that have here, uh, Ashley. How does it feel being on performance capture again since you played Sipes in Infinite Warfare? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the character that got knocked off in the first ten minutes? I warfare. believe he was. Yeah, to be honest, that was like my first uh, g- gaming job. And oh I, wow! I, I didn't even. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about it. Was I it? Was it voice or was it? It was voice. So that was just voice work. So I wasn't on the volume for that. 
Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but it, it being back on the volume, you know, like the last time I did it was up in with the team in Montreal. And uh, it, I ju- it's just great, you know. Um, it, it takes a little bit of getting used to. The first time I was on there, you know, you've got to do all your different poses when you check in and check off. And, um, and but once you've kind of got that stuff down, you know, you, you can just focus on your performance. And um, I don't find it that different to uh, to being on set, you know. No, especially like, you know, if you're if you're working in a studio on set, it's still it, it it's a set, you know, it looks pretty close to real, mm. but it's it's still a set. So unless you're actually like I, I did a film, uh, one of the first films I did, Forbidden Ground, I was actually in mud puddles and you know shooting blanks and there are explosions going off all around us like that that definitely feels a little bit more real or you you know you use your imag- you have to use your imagination a little bit less um but yeah i mean it's the environment's there and i think when you you know it goes back to who you're working with if you, if you create a feeling of this is a real situation even if it's on a volume it feels real you know that's your job is to get yourself in a place where where you're there, you know. Well, a lot of um, <clears throat> a lot of actors I've spoken to, they always say about about PCAP is that it's a lot like theatre. You know, you can do the whole scene in one take, and you know, instead yeah. of having those technical, you know, issue, you know, those issues where you'll do one part of the scene and then move to another camera angle or something. You know what I mean? You yeah, we well, just do the whole thing. You have you have to. Mm. You know, it's very much like theatre. Like you got to get it, and every actor has to get it, it right yeah. for that take because you're getting shot from every angle. And they, clipping those, you know, if there's a mistake to clip two different takes together, becomes you know very arduous and expensive. So you kind of you, you can't screw around. You got to you got to be on the ball. What impressed you most about the whole experience besides the the writing? Um, honestly, watching. Uh, the way Sledgehammer pulled together that production in the middle of a pandemic with everything going against them was ex- they just that they had it so covered and um, you know being a filmmaker on on a much smaller scale I know how difficult you know pulling yeah. together a production is it's it, it, it's, it's almost impossible ever, yeah. it's almost impossible it's like. You know, it barely comes and, together and, every time. Yeah, yeah, and and watching them do it and do it so well. Um, yeah, I hope one day you know my own productions that I can do things like that. Like it, it was, it was just a super impressive feat. And it, but everyone, everyone involved, you know, from the cast to JB, the director, everyone had to be on their A game. There was like there was because of COVID, there wasn't the luxury of of having any mistakes, you know. One person gets COVID, the whole thing gets shut down, you know. So, mm. um, yeah, that's that's probably what I was most impressed with. Wow. Yeah, I, I forgot yeah. about that. It was, yeah, right in the middle of the pandemic, I'm guessing you would have shot this 2020? What year is it now? 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2021. Yeah. I flew, yeah, flew back from Australia and started, yeah. I think, February. Oh, so yeah, this was, year? Yeah. Oh wow! Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh no! It was I don't like know how they did that. Then it That's was insane. It was so many. Like I don't know exactly how many people were involved. But I'm guessing oh, yeah. thousands. Yeah, yeah. But you know, a lot of them would have been working from home. I'm sure. And 
um, it, it honestly is miraculous oh. just how well they did and that they that they delivered. I wonder if they had the actual time, level know. design already created before you came, you guys came in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure that you know the game would have been in production for a lot longer than before I came. Yeah, aboard. yeah. Um, so I I mean I don't know exactly how well, all the behind the scenes work, but yeah, I would yeah. Say it's yeah. I was one of the latter parts. I would I would guess. Manif says, didn't know Martin voice Mozzie in Rainbow Six Siege. Now, yeah. that, that game, man, i got to say, when it first came out, I was like, I was a little bit disappointed. I wasn't fully in. And then just over time, man, they just got me in and in, and now I fucking love it. Like, it's one of the best yeah. shooters. It's got everything. They've done such I, a good job, Yubi. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, the whole yeah. experience with, on Siege has been great, you know, um, and I, I'm- I'm almost pro now. That's not true. <laughs> but, you know. Are you, know, you getting I, I, good I, now? Is your skill getting up there? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say, like, you know, from playing Warzone is has made me a lot more confident in Siege because, it, you know, I can get into those really hectic firefights and I don't get too nervous. <laughs> you know, my, my, my mouse is, like, more controlled. and um, yeah. I Yeah, I love it. And I, I love that I don't suck at it now. Because I, I, for yeah. a long time, I was, I was terrible. I was terrible. I started. I didn't know what streaming. Terrible was, so as three. in zero seven every game or what? Oh, mate, no. Like, because the team will carry. You know, the team will always carry it through. But, um, yeah. the yeah. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> contributing much, and, and, <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I got started because in in COVID, um, <clears throat> you know, people who followed me on TikTok, they kept asking like, "Do you stream? Do you stream? Yeah. Why don't you stream?" What streaming? I didn't know what it was. Re- no, you did not. You I, did, I swear. Oh I swear. my goodness! And look at you and now, man. Yeah, I know. And they, they'll <laughs> say, "We, you play games, and we'll watch you, and we'll give you money." I'm like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Why would you want to watch me play games? And they're like, "We love it." Like, uh, <laughs> Come on! They're like, "No, please do it." And so I went. I went down to Telstra store. Bought an Xbox because it was the only place that had them, and uh, and started playing it. And I get my phone. Where's my phone? And I had like this little uh, thing that I do, uh, like a little uh, mini tripod that I do my auditions on. Yep. And I would point it at me on the couch, and then point it at the television screen. No, and you would not. Watch me. Yeah, first. Oh, train. that's I, so funny. Yeah, Tim that's and I fantastic. were shooting a, a short film. We, I think we played. Arkham Knights or something, Batman. Batman we had a hundred people Nine, watching yeah. us on TikTok, and and g- giving me pieces of fruit and like <laughs> cowboys on horses. I don't even really know how TikTok works, but I finished the stream and I'm oh, like, man. I just got given a hundred bucks worth of fruit. I don't know, it was wild. <laughs> and now you know, like oh my god, I've got neon lights in the background. I'm and I love it. It's so cool, dude. You've got a nice setup now. You got a secret lab chair. You got the mic yeah. holder. Yeah, you thanks. got some nice secret lighting. Lab. They gave me this. Um, yeah, I got the lights. Russian Badger. He, he had these lights. I go, what are those lights? They look amazing. And he goes, these are the nano leaves. And so <laughs> I went, well, if he does it, I'm doing it. So I went, got some, and uh, and I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I just, oh, I didn't uh, put my glow. I've got these two glowy balls that I usually light up and put. In I've the got these of- to set up. Oh, dude, dude. So there you go. They're the best. Yeah, yeah. they're the best. Thanks to Nano Leaf for that. 
Oh, Appreciate mate. It. Yeah, they're, they're so great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's and it's it's super fun. I love uh, I love gaming and um, mm. and it's a great way to sort of you know interact with an audience and um, and stay present because between acting jobs, you know, you can you can have a couple of months without work and. Um, I usually keep myself very busy, but I think being able to constantly interact with an audience for me is incredibly rewarding. The people who come to my stream are oh, amazing. When I just, stopped in the other day, you you were just a natural, which, I mean, being an actor, I'm sure it comes naturally to do that anyway. But um, Yeah, I mean, it's taken a little bit of practice, you know, to like not get caught up in it because- People can be crazy. <laughs> Sometimes you get like lunatics will come into your stream and say really weird things. Yeah. And for me, like learning how to use OBS and um, yeah. delete comments and it takes time to find some good mods. And um, yeah. But now I, I feel like I've got it down. I can, you know, I can fix most most issues. I just don't answer. I just pretend I don't see it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get really involved in the game all of a sudden. You know? <laughs> yeah. Ashley, cheese sticks with lamingtons, perfect. Yeah, I eat a lot of cheese sticks. Really? On, on stream, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'll stick them up my nose. <laughs> if people gift enough subs, I'm like, I like, to get, I like to encourage them and get them all hyped up, and then they get me hyped up, and I've been known to end up with cheese sticks coming out of my ears, up my nostrils. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can actually, I don't know if you know this, but you can get one end of a cheese stick up one nostril, and then completely hook it around and get the other one up the other. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah, yeah, it's true. No, if you can't. I had can't. any cheese sticks. I, no, I swear. If I had any cheese sticks, I'd do it now. But I, I oh ate them. I've got to go to Trader God. Joe's later and buy a pack. But yeah, you look like a moo cow, and even more so because it's cheese. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's kind of cheese. I don't think string cheese is actually <laughs> cheese. I don't know what it is. I think it's rubber with cheese oh flavoring sprinkled on the top. But yeah. oh, far out. That's yeah. brilliant. No, no, you seem to be loving it. When I stopped in. Uh, Although you and Chad, who I've had on the show, Chad Michael Collins, who plays yeah. Alex in uh, Modern Warfare, you two were there was a little bit of struggle stream on Warzone there for a little bit um, when yeah. I was watching. <laughs> well, the thing, yeah, the thing about Chad is Chad says that he's crap at Warzone, and it's just not true. He's really good, and but he's so modest and humble that he's like, no, no, I'm not very good. Well, and oh, the, no. the old chat's watching him going. And he's, he's dropping really a few kills every year. Oh, he's dropping kills. He's he's running into the gas with his gas mask on and forcing other people out. And then if they do get him, he wriggles out into deep into the smoke so no one can get his cash. Man, he's got strats. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he went out. He went through the gas. Got you. Came back out. I yep. mean, this he knows what he's doing. He's, oh, he he's brought good. me back. He brought me back quite a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and play with good people so that I can get dubs because I can't get them on my own. So, you, what are you going to stream in the next few weeks? Are you going to finish the campaign, do a bit more finish Warzone, the- play the new Warzone yeah. map? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you going to be um, in that, or you can't say? I don't know. I honestly, I, I'm I'm going to say that you are going to be in it, but yeah. I hope so. But I, I, I really, I don't know. Because you're so in the mobile. Much- you're in the mobile, so. I am in the mobile. Mm. Mobile? 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 Mobile version. Mobile version. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. I started playing that the other day on the toilet. It was great. Super fun. But I thought I was really good. I got 27 kills and I posted a video about it and everyone on Twitter's like, should we tell him? And I'm like, tell me what? <laughs> and they're like, and then, but then I cottoned on and I go, hang on. 
Let yeah. me answer that. Yeah. Am I playing robots? In the yeah. Robots, <laughs> 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 uh, That's all right. 27 yeah, is not bad. 27 is still pretty Come good. Come on. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Especially like my thumbs aren't as, you know, nubile as they used to be. You should see some of these guys on the iPad playing these games, these mobile games. It's insane, the skill that yeah. they have. Yeah. Oh, it's it's fun. I really like it. The graphics is amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. But, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll finish the campaign. I've just um, I've just played – I streamed a couple of horror games. I played um, – mm. What was it? What's it called? It's got Huggy Wuggy in it. Do you know that one? It's a big blue freakish monster that's like a soft toy that's gone crazy and tries to eat your face off. It's not Five Nights at Freddy's, is it? No, apparently I've got to play that. Yeah. Um, no, this is Huggy Wuggy. Um, Huggy uh, Wuggy. Someone in chat, oh, no. someone in chat will know what, it, yeah. what it's called. I'm just having a mental blank. And then the other one I played was Night at the Mortuary. Poppy mortuary Playtime. At, Poppy Playtime. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I did a couple of like Halloween scary ones. And then I played uh, the mortuary assistant, mate. And because they get me into it, the people in in the stream will get me all hyped up. And then I get ri- they're terrifying. And there's ghosts, and then you, you feel like you, they're gonna eat you, gobble you up. And so I think I want to play more of those. I've never played Five Nights at Freddy's. So and everyone's saying I got to play that one. So well, I know which one you got to play. Outlast. Someone said Outlast too. Okay, I'll play that. Seriously, yeah, that's, I'm down with it. Is it scary? That's I the like scariest scary game ones. I've played ever. I really? Yeah, that's it. One of. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Is it like a ca- a campaign? Yeah, it's a sh- it's a short little four or five hour oh, campaign, dude. first person. You're going into this haunted asylum, and then good luck. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, you know what? I'm going to download it. Seriously, oh, man, you'll love it. You'll yeah. love it. It's yeah. a lot of but fun. I, I, I think it's good content, you know. Oh, and yeah. the I, the one thing that I need to work on from watching my, um, you know, I got editors who cut my stuff into YouTube videos and stuff. And one thing I'm I'm noticing is like I've I've got to try and control my swearing because I swear like a sailor. It's but worse. So in, well, you're in, going all right. I haven't heard you swearing this. I'm doing really, really good. Are you calling yeah. it back? Are you? Well, yeah. <laughs> I really am. I'm picking. I'm picking my moments. I can almost remember every swear word that I've said throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Okay. But, but anyway, but when I watched the the mortuary assistant um, video that the editors cut, mm. I every like every second word was fuck because I was terrified. But then on top of that, then there was extra fucks in there. Oh, the poor editors. Sometimes that was all I would say. Five words saying the word fuck. That I'd somehow would say it in a different way, and they'd construct a sentence out of me saying that same word five times. <laughs> Makes no sense. So I, I, I'm I'm conscious of that. So I think, you know, over time I need to work on that. <laughs> but uh, but I read a study. You know, apparently if you swear, you're more honest, and I'm a pretty honest person. So I take that as a compliment, anyway. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, so. Yeah, Outlast, and then <clears throat> Resident Evil Village is a good one too. That came out this year. Um, I finished it. Oh, you finished it? Oh, and yeah. what do you think? I loved it. Yeah. It, it was that that weird baby slug thing. You that know that was one? creepy. Yeah. Dude, that was creepy. But I yeah. finished the whole thing and I was really proud of myself because I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm getting back. Because when I was a kid, I, man, I gamed all the time. Yeah. Like I gamed pretty much before anyone. I was playing Pong. 
on a Megalovox or whatever they were called. <laughs> and you had to wire these machines into the back of your TV. When I was four, Dad got me wow. into that. That is, yeah. that's old school, yeah. So I'm bringing it back. You know, I'm yeah. becoming a gamer again. And good on um, you. Yeah, I think so. I think it's important. You know, it's good for the reflexes. Not so good for the nerves sometimes, but good for the reflexes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good when uh, everything turns digital. Yeah. Could we get Martin to say one of the multiplayer lines live, if that's possible, Dan? You look like a 24-carat dickhead. Oh, I've got to plug my PC in. Oh, mate, you look like a 24-carat dickhead. <laughs> i just got to plug my, uh, my power in. There is a new game coming out called Choo Choo... Choo Choo Cherry, where you hunted in a train by a spider train... That looks like Thomas the Tank Engine on meth. Jesus, that sounds creepy. It sounds terrifying. <laughs> I think I just fixed it. That does sound terrifying. Choo-choo. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hang on. Just trying to... I, I had to unplug the... Uh, I had to unplug the power supply to the Have you got the a big? Have you got a big rig computer or... Did no, you- I need one. I need a big rig. I've got a... Actually, I've got a... a MSI G sixty six Raider and it's it's great. Yeah. Um, it's they very kindly have uh, allowed me to use it for the last year and um, yeah, it's just awesome. Especially if I travel, if I'm going back to Australia and I want to stream there, it's it's great to have that. But yeah, I do want to get a big rig just because I really love like colours and flashing lights and you know. That's what, that's what everyone's got, the, all the big boys. So I want put, both. Put the I money in, man. It'll be worth it, I'm telling you. I've- so what's the main difference between the big rigs and the and the little ones? It just means you've got more juice. You can close a game down, open another game up, and it's not going to be struggling. Well, I got mine for two reasons, not just gaming but editing because I do heavy editing with a lot of 4K footage. So yep, I needed yep. the processing and quicker rendering times, that sort of thing. But yep. for gaming, yeah, you get better graphics, better frame rates, performance. Oh, you I know, need one. I want to get one. Is you, once, yeah. you, once you go there, you can't go back. It's really. Well, that's what I've been told. Well, if there's any companies out there that want to build me one, <laughs> feel free to get in touch. Dan, will put you in touch with me. I actually just got this bad boy. Oh, here we go. What's oh, this? I'm so proud of it. Here we go. Oh, he's in the Mac world. MacBook but, Pro. Uh, well, I've been. Yeah, I've been a I've been a Mac boy for a long time, but this is the uh, is this the, the new one? New M1X chip. Um, and how does it feel? Oh, it's so glorious because I do a lot of photoshopping and I, I yeah. do uh, editing as well. And um, and you notice a difference with that M1 yeah, chip? Sixty. So I've got another Mac here, an iMac, big a big big bad boy, which I'm actually selling on eBay at the moment. But um, I put forty gig of RAM in that, and that thing's a beast. This has got sixty four. And uh, and I don't like to edit vertically. I always like to be horizontal on the couch um, with a movie on in the background. Uh, Hold on. What, what do you like mean? I, Hold so, on. like, I'm Hold sitting on. at a I'm sitting at a desk now, right? Yeah, my gaming desk, and I, you know, I could edit here, and I I, I can't stand it. I want to be laying down with like. Oh, you're dead, crazy! I got yeah, I got stumpy on one arm, Tigger under the other. I got a movie on in the background, my feet up, just the perfect kind of angles, and then a little laptop on my lap. It's glorious, and that's how I like to do that it. That sounds the most uncomfortable 
thing I've ever. <laughs> oh no, but I'm, also I'm, comfortable. Like, yeah, like I get all the, the cushions and pillows in like this perfect zigzag line. It's great, great. <laughs> Who? What is the story with Stumpy? I did see a little bit. You found this bird. Was that Wait. back in Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll get him just for this. Do you mind? I'll get yeah, him for this no, conversation. Get him, so, please do. I need to know about this Stumpy, Jaden Jordan, Hamp anime. So when when I was back in when I was back in Australia, yeah, uh, you know, I went back there right before uh, COVID hit, and the day yeah. I was supposed to fly back to the states last year, two thousand twenty, all flights were grounded. Qantas cancelled all flights, and so I got stranded there. And I have a place back in Australia, so I went and I stayed there for ten months, and it was it was quite wonderful because I got to spend a lot of time with my dad. Um, but then the lockdowns started happening. They weren't much fun for anybody. Um, and, you you know, at the time we weren't supposed to go more than five kilometres from our house. So I had an, uh, I had a, my coffee shop, you know, was six kilometres away. And if I go into one direction, I'm in a good area, like a great area, my six-minute one. Or I could go like five minutes and it wasn't a very good area. And so I'd, I'd go in the good area and, uh, and I'd go and I'd get my coffee, you know. And I figured like I could talk my way out of one kilometre over. Oh, yeah. The, you know. The, but, but, but then I'd go down to the beach to drink my coffee because, you know, you're not supposed to leave your house. It was crazy. Uh-huh. Full lockdown everywhere. And uh, I'd go down to the beach. I'd sip on my coffee and then – you know, there's seagulls down there and they're all real, they're little bastards they're <laughs> squawking and just, but then this one seagull called Stumpy, he's glorious, but he only had one leg. Oh, He'd land on you've the bo- actually got the toy. I've got the toy. He's got a bit of hair stuck on him. Is that custom up. made or did you just cut his leg? I, I know the answer. <laughs> I know the answer. Don't have the answer. Look, scissors go a long way in a situation like this. <laughs> don't tell anyone. I don't know why I even thought it was custom made. Wouldn't it? Right. That being said, I'm actually getting some. I'm, I've just uh, started talking to a manufacturer who are going to start making me custom stumpies. Oh my goodness! I'm going to I'm going to put them up on my. On I'll my be the first trip. to buy one. All right. Yeah, and people can people can buy them. They'll be very reasonably priced at a low low price of ninety nine ninety nine yeah ninety nine bucks yeah yeah. But um, but anyway uh, so this this bird started landing on the bottom of my car, and he only had one leg, and he was getting bullied by oh. all the other seagulls, and they'd all be like squawking at me and looking for food, and they were just rude and disrespectful. I, I didn't care for them much, but the but this stumpy he'd, he'd land on the on the hood of the car and he just he just chill. You know, he's never pushy. He's just really polite, well-mannered seagull. And it reminded me of me when I was younger. I was in primary school getting bullied, you know, by all the bigger kids. I was a little short, chubby redhead with freckles and bad teeth. And, uh, you know, I was a bit of a target. And, uh, and so I could relate to Stumpy. And, but he was just so polite and well-mannered. And then after about three days, four days of him landing on the car, I'm like, he must be a bit hungry. I want to give him some food. And so I, I opened the door and I got under the seat of the car and um, I was driving my dad's old car and I, and I found this old McDonald's French fry. And I think it had probably <laughs> been there for a, been there for at least – dad hadn't really driven for a year. <laughs> so I'd been there for at least a year. So it was, and, ed- uh, was it we, edible for us. 
Well, it probably was. Like, you know, they never really go stale because of whatever McDonald's do. But anyway, so I chucked it to him and he gobbled it up and he loved it. And then I came back the next day and I searched under the seats and there was no chips left. And so the lady next to me, she had a dog and I asked her for some dog biscuits. And so she gave me some of those. I tried one. They were too salty. So I knew Stumpy and I gave Stumpy one. He ate it, but he wasn't happy about it. And then the following day, I went to, uh, I think it was Brumby's or Baker's Delight, and I bought a freshly Brumby's. baked multi-grain wow. roll. And, um, and, I, and I would chuck him little bits of the roll, and he'd, he'd have to fight off all the other seagulls. And then cut to six months later, I started making videos with him. And, yeah, you've got your, you've got your autofocus. Got, got done on you. Um, but he, uh, we, got, we got to a point where he would be eating – he, I'd drive into the car park. You know, if you go back to my old TikTok videos or YouTube videos, mm. it's the whole journey is documented. I've seen but a I few, would, but I haven't seen them all. Yeah. I would drive into the car park and he'd be like, I don't know, three, 300, 400 meters away. And he recognized your car. Yeah. He'd be That's sitting on the insane. post waiting for me. He'd pop up, fly all the way to the entrance of the car park, soar alongside my car, and I'd hang a piece of bread out the window. He'd swoop down, grab it, fly up in the air. I'd park the car and he'd land on the bonnet and then I'd feed him bread until he was full. And he had a girlfriend called Long Neck. She was beautiful. <laughs> she had right. a really long neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and everyone loves Stumpy and he's glorious. And so anyway, at the Vanguard, uh, at the Vanguard premiere uh, downtown Los Angeles, I think it was last week or, yeah, I think it was last week. He made it. Yeah, well. I got there and I, I walked the red carpet with the cast and um, and the crew and then I'd, I'd, been, I'd been inside and I went, oh, my God, I forgot Stumpy. And so I sent a driver <laughs> to go and pick him up. Oh, you did not. And, uh, I did. And, uh, and, the, and the car pulled up outside the theatre and he was sitting in the back seat and I got him out. And, and I'd, said to the, I'd said to the paparazzi out the front, I'm like, because they were getting ready to finish up, I said, guys, Listen, my bird's coming down. Big star coming, um, yeah. You know, we got to get some, we got to get some photos. Can you stick around for ten minutes? And they said, "Oh yeah, yeah, sure." So then I, I, I get out of the car with this seagull. And the one of the girls looks at me and she goes, "Hang on, I'm really confused. You said your bird's coming." I'm like, "Yeah, Stumpy, but he's only got one leg." <laughs> She's like, "You're off. You're fucked. You're off your head, but yeah, you're off your fucking head." But uh, he's just become like I don't know, like. I guess a mascot is synonymous with me now. So, oh, Stumpy, man. Stumpy's what a here story. to stay. What a story. Yeah. When's the last time you've seen him? Oh, mate, it's been a while. February. I miss him. I want to get back and see him. But people send me pictures. You know, there were people who I'd met when, when I was drinking my coffee and they'd see me feeding him every day and, you know, made friends. And so they, they go down and check on him and he's still waiting for me. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. That oh, no, sounds he's, sad. He's well, it is. It's like Puff the Magic Dragon, you know. He's really, he, I think he's a bit dark with me, but we'll be reunited soon and it's going to be glorious. Oh, man, that's fantastic. There you go. Yeah. Stumpy merch is coming soon, huh? No, Stumpy merch is here. <laughs> oh, it's here. Oh, yeah, okay. mate. I've been making a killing off Stumpy. <laughs> Does he get any residuals, this poor guy? He Free get- bread rolls for a year. <laughs> he needs. He's going to come down suing you soon. Soon, Dude, I got to be careful. Be one of the most highly publicised legal battles in the history of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just mate! I'll give you a couple more because I know you're a very busy man. 
and no, we yeah. uh, we do appreciate your time, mate. I'm here for the people. I want to know because this character was was it based off Charles Up Up Upham inspired. Upham? He was inspired. He was, the character was, uh, you know, they. I think they drew inspiration from a lot of the. Um, you know, Commonwealth soldiers, and he was definitely one of the people that was that was referenced. Um, the Rats of Tobruk. Uh, was he? Who New, was he? He was New Zealander. He was, was New he? Zealander. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, the character, from my understanding, is it's a tribute to the Commonwealth soldiers, and yeah, um, particularly the Rats of Tobruk. But I know uh, he was a, also a big inspiration. Um, and yeah, I was actually talking to a a really good friend of mine the other day, and his dad is a doctor and one of his dad's patients was one of the rats of Tobruk. So I, I actually really want to sit down and have a chat with him and, um, you know, hear mm. more stories about what it was like, you know. This is an interesting question for you. What If you could meet Charles, what would be the one question you asked him? It's a tough one. I don't really – I've never really kind of – thought like that but it's mm. probably an imp- a, a, a really good um for, for anyone that you want to meet it's probably a really good thing to have in your back pocket like your one question mm. but I, yeah i don't know yeah you probably have it. a five-hour chat i th- i think so yeah 100 <clears throat> i mean i do with most people you know? yeah um what are some of your inspirations in the business at the moment in the in the not not the gaming landscape, but in the TV and film. Like, who do you? Um, who that's do you a good at? question. That one. I Is do it someone like Joel Edgerton? Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I love I love uh, Joel's career path. I kind of would put him in a similar category, you know. And some of these people have had controversies in the past, so it's it's got nothing to do with that. It's about their the career, um, yeah. their career and and their prowess in the in the filmmaking business. But people like uh, Clint Eastwood, you know, he writes and directs a ton of his own stuff. Sylvester Stallone, uh, Woody Allen, Mel Gibson, you know, people who they, they do it all. You know, they write, yeah. produce, direct, act. Um, that's kind of what I want to continue doing. You know, that's what I did with the Dunes and I've been, I've been making short films and I've produced, been a producer on feature films over the you know, past sort of 10 years. And uh, I just, I've always found solely being an actor is a very challenging uh, road to walk. Um, Mm. You know, no matter how talented you are, you're always to some extent um, reliant on other people to give you work um, Mm. unless you're you're creating your own content, you know, and... Mm. I just love it was one of the most amazing things with the dunes is you know a community of of people helped finance it on kickstarter and i managed to you know have enough resources to to generate my own work that i could do performance in which is what i love um you know while practicing these other disciplines and um you know that that's why i'm it, that's why I'm inspired by people like you know. I just think what, just in particular Stallone and um, and uh, pardon me, the chocolate went down the wrong way, and uh, Clint <laughs> Eastwood. You know, 
Clint Eastwood is an inspiration because he's he must be nearing ninety or or well into his nineties. I don't know, yeah. but and he's still directing and acting and like yeah. that's actually unreal. He's still going, yeah, he's still going strong. And um, <clears throat> I think there's something in that. You know, I think we're living in an age where it's not a stretch to you know, and I'm really starting to admire a lot of uh, content creators. Uh, yeah. You know, YouTubers and what have you, like yourself. Um, we've got all the tools to do whatever we want now. Mm. It's just, you know, how much determination and ambition do you have? Um, and I mean, I even love making YouTube content now. Mm. You know, and you got a computer, you got a phone, you got a microphone, you're good to go. You can you can do anything. Shoot a shoot a feature film. You know, a director I know. Uh, Sean made a film a few years ago called uh, Tangerine, which was shot in Los Angeles on iPhone, I think iPhone 5s, and it ended, wow. ended up at Sundance, and it's an amazing film. Um, mm. And it's, it's, it's really doable. You know, it's that crazy. competed on a world stage. So, um, mm. yeah. And I, I like, you know, and that's why I'm seeing people like Stallone who find a market for themselves and then keep reinventing it, you know. I mean, he's in his 70s. He's, yeah, he's an inspiration yeah. too. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, he, so, yeah, yeah, they're kind of mine. Yeah. Have you ever met anyone like Joel Edgerton or any of those Aussie guys along your way? Yeah, through I know the, Joel. Yeah? We're not, I mean, we're not close friends, but I've, I've met him numerous times. He's a really, really lovely guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's. I think when you move over to LA, you know, if you're somewhat social, you'll end up with, at parties with, you know, most of the people who kick around here. and In um, terms of the Aussie guys or just in general? Aussies. Yeah. Particularly Aussies. There's a pretty tight community of Aussies over here. It's yeah. gone a bit all over the place since COVID hit. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, but Joel, uh, yeah, he's he's always been, every time I've spoken to him, he's, he's really lovely and um, just a cool guy. Yeah. I, I particularly say him because I'm a, I'm a big fan of his as well. Um some of his films, and I know he he went into directing with the Gift and a couple of other films. Yeah. So, well, that was a. Huge I just thought it was similar, to, yeah, similar yeah. path as, as you, yeah. But with the thriller, that was that was one of the films that was a massive inspiration for me. You know, sort yeah, of condensed uh, thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could you'll see that when you think about it, you'll see the similarities. <laughs> no, you know. yeah. No, that's amazing. Um, any? Are you going to do any more games? You think? Are you going to keep pushing uh, down that that road? Uh, I mean, look, I would I would absolutely love to. Um, yeah, it's it was never something that I was focused on. Uh, you know, I was so focused on film in particular. Um, I moved to LA and uh, I'd meet with you know agents and casting directors, and they're like, you know, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to be a movie star. They're like, we want you in television. I'd say, why? I'd say, because there's money in television. <laughs> like, unless you're doing blockbuster films, we're not going to make any money. I'm like, oh. So, you know, it took me a while to wrap my head around that. But, you know, I think now TV is just, it's just a whole other juggernaut that competes on a, you know, with a gigantic TVs with full surround sound and sound bars. And it, it's a completely immersive experience. And I think, it's obviously much more practical to watch. Um, I think with people's intention, attention spans the way they are, and phones and distractions everywhere, it's a lot more tangible to watch TV at home. Um, and with things like, 
you know, Breaking Bad and um, God, some of my favourites, Dexter, um, Game of Thrones. It's, you know, it's just as valid to me now as, as film is. Um, mm. And I, I really love TV. And, and then I've, I've kind of fell into gaming through the voiceover work that I've, I've been doing since I finished drama school 20 years ago. Um, and as you can tell, I've just completely fallen in love with it. Um, and I think I'm on my fourth game now. Um, that we don't know fifth. about, I'm guessing. Fifth. Uh, yeah, there, there's one that, that I can't talk about. And then I, I built my own game through COVID. I built this little uh, oh, 2 right. platform form game called Noodle Juice and the Legend of Diddly D. And that was, that's been an amazing experience. It's nearly finished. Um, I've been saying that for six months, but it really is. And, um, you know, that was cool to go, all right, let's, you know, I make films. Might as well try and make a video game. It's hilarious. It's absolutely ridiculous. You. Yeah. Did you de- did you develop it or anything, or were you just? Yeah, I came up with the story. I, I sourced the uh, the um, the coder. The, yeah, the coder. I sourced yeah. all of the artwork. I did all the voices for all the different characters. I sourced the musicians. You know, you got to try and, and get uh, this on on PlayStation somehow. Yeah, an well, Xbox I mean, store. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know how that works, on- but. It's definitely going to be on Steam. It's definitely going to be yeah. on iOS. Um, I don't know if you need special licensing for PlayStation or Xbox. I'll be looking into it. I'll have it everywhere. I'd, I'd love to just you seriously, know, yeah, get it out to the world. But it's it's super fun and um, yeah. But in terms of you know working on other um, sort of tentpole games and gaming franchises and what have you, yeah, I'm, I'm super passionate about it. And it's not as easy as just saying you know. Yeah, yeah, I'll do them all. You got to have the right character. And no, gotta, I was going to say, like, you got to book the job. You know, if <clears throat> if someone, you know, let's just say uh, Rockstar Games, GTA, they said we want yeah. you, we want you as a lead, yeah, right. But it's going to take five to six years. Is that something you would do, or would you? Because that's a long time. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's I mean, a long commitment. I think if the if the if the job was right, a hundred percent. Um, I think where I've sort of, I'd like to think I position myself really well is the fact that I'm a filmmaker. And so throughout that time, I can make other content. I can make my own films, you know, and mm. uh, as long as it doesn't right. affect those I jobs. I know what you mean. Yeah, whereas, yeah. you know, I could, for example, I couldn't, if, if I was on a contract with a, with a gaming company for a particular game for, a, you know, a few years, yeah, I wouldn't be able to take any other jobs if there was any chance that they'd, um, you know, get in the way of scheduling or what have you. So, yeah, um, that's one of the freedoms I feel like I bought myself is that I could go on contract for a long period of time and in my off, because I work like a horse, I don't stop. I can tell, um, yeah. You know, I can, uh, I can make films in my, in my spare time on my weekends. You know, I can shoot a shoot a feature film. And, you um, you you struck me like I got a feeling you're like me, where you work every day. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, I really don't stop. You yeah. know, I mean, I consider just because you love it, like me. Yeah, just love it. Yeah. I love it. I love the I love the interaction. I mean, even streaming's become a, a big part of it. Um, yeah, I love that interacting with with an audience and, um, yeah, I'm, any spare time that I've got, I'm either at the gym, social occasions have become something where if they're not really meaningful with people that I really want to spend time with, they don't happen anymore. 
you know, I used to be incredibly social. When did that happen? All, how how long ago did you start COVID? Really in the last, yeah, just before COVID, probably yeah. six months before, maybe a year before COVID hit. Um, I think, you know, maybe it's getting into my 40s and um, and prioritizing. I lost my mom a few years ago and, you know, I think you start to look at your mortality and, and I, you know, I had that thought like when I'm, when I'm on my deathbed, I want to look back and I don't want to be thinking, shit, I didn't do that because I was out, you know, hanging out with people who didn't care about me or mm. that I didn't, you know, they were friendships of convenience or what have you. And yeah, um, yeah. it's been a, a challenging thing, to be honest. Like, mm. um, you know, you, you spend a lot more time by yourself, but now I've got that freedom to put that into work, things that, that, that I really care about and that hopefully can positively affect people, you know. Um, and it's been it's been really rewarding. And, and then the friendships that I've kept have been just the most wonderful people, you know. I think anyone knows that if they're, if they're a friend of mine, I think very, very highly of them, you know. Well, I think we've just become friends in the last Mate, hour. 100%. 100%. I think we were even before well, we, we started this friends. chat. Yeah, Let's be come honest. On. <laughs> come on. Soulmates. <laughs> We're kindred um, spirits, man. <laughs> oh, that's no. a line that need. That's a line that needs to go in a game. I, yeah, bloody kindred spirits, mate. <laughs> well, we had um, what was it? Don't fuck with spiders. That was in the game. I couldn't believe yep. hearing that. There yeah, were some classics in, in there. It's been in a couple of them. Yeah, I'm not here to, I'm not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> I mean, people love that one. Yeah, People why do they love that, that one? one? There's something about it they just love. Yeah. I, I think, you know, to anyone that's not Australian, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because it just makes no sense. Um, no. Yeah. You know, and to an Aussie, it makes perfect sense, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm not here to fuck around. <laughs> Actually, oh, yeah, I had, those, I had those T-shirts made as well. I love it. I've, I just I love it. I, yeah. I love it. It's so fun. That's amazing, man. I hope to see you in more games, man. I really do. Yeah, and, fing- you know, like, fingers crossed. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep uh, liaising with the right people, and I think you know, if the right jobs come along, I'd love to, love yeah. to delve into another one. And I wouldn't mind seeing you in a in a big TV series as well. I could yeah. see that happening. I mean, it, it, I think it it really is one of those things where. You know, as I mentioned, I've got you know gone through a, a big personal transition and transformation, and the same thing sort of happening career-wise. Whereas, yeah. if I'm passionate about, I used to just do any job. I, you know, I think that's what happens as a young actor. You, yeah. you really need to build your resume. You need to get experience. You need to, you know, keep working that muscle. And you know, I've been doing it a long, long time now, mm. and, and I've I've finally in the last couple of years got to a point where if I'm not passionate about a job, you know, I won't do it. And it's it's a it's a very it's been a very surreal feeling for me turning down. Uh, I've turned down a couple of pilots last year that I just wasn't interested in, which I never ever thought that I would do. I, mm. I, you know, I've lived in that space for so long, yeah. where you're just scrambling and you're desperate for work. And um, I think a lot of it, you know, was to do with making the dunes and um, and being more in control of my career. I don't, I don't feel desperation anymore. I, you know, I want to do quality work and. If it's not something I believe in, I just I don't want to be involved in it. You Do know? you think Call of this is your Call of Duty is your biggest role yet in your career? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. My image was on Times Square. I, oh, it, man. i, I got to ask I, you, I what's that? Is, how does I that feel? It's, it's weird. It doesn't feel any different. But Really? Well, I didn't see it in person. Like People would oh, send me okay. pictures of it. But, it's, <clears throat> yeah. you know, it's Times Square. Like, it's... I'm not going to bullshit you and say, oh, yeah, whatever. I don't care. It's literally, yeah. Like on, you know, I'm only little on the poster, but it's like you're up there. I was driving down the 405 yesterday coming back from um, from Marina Del Rey, and I hadn't really seen any posters here except at the premiere. Yeah. And this is a whole building with Call of Duty things. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, this is a, it's a, it's a huge, it's a juggernaut of a, of a franchise. It's, mm. in my opinion, it's a tremendous game. Um, it was a really, you know, substantial role. Um, and yeah, it's great. And it, I, I do I think it's probably the biggest, it's felt like probably the biggest, um, career achievement other than making the dunes, you know? Yeah. I was going to say that would, that's a pivotal point just because you just directed it a whole feature. I mean, that's, that's crazy, but, um, yeah, but and just really quickly, I mean, that's not yeah. to take away from the other work that I've done, but in terms no, of scale no. and my involvement in something of the, of this size, yeah, absolutely. So I um, I just quickly one more. There's uh, a bit of spoilers here, guys. So just a warning. Ready? Spoilers. 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 Spoiler alert. Spoiler um, alert. Towards the end of the game. Yep. Uh, to me, it hinted that there could be a future to this franchise. You know, we've we've seen Black Ops have multiple renditions, Modern Warfare, and it seems like maybe Vanguard is going to have possibly a sequel or two down the line. You're not going to, even if you knew, you wouldn't tell me. But I just want to know what, where would you like to see them go? And would, you'd be down, I'm guessing. You'd be in 100% oh, or what? Mate. DTF. You know? <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> I mean DTW. Down to whatever. Down to whatever. I, I messed that up. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, it, it really goes back to to what I said before. Like, if if it's a if you know quality content yeah. comes my way, and um and you know both parties uh, are down to whatever, you know. I, Super open to it, hundred percent. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I had such a good experience. There's, you know, I'd be hard pressed to to not want to do it. You know what I mean? If if something like that ever came up again, yeah, maybe even Lucas Riggs' own game. Look, I'm not wow. gonna lie, but uh, how good would that be? Every on, job guys. I do, I always fantasize about a spin-off with me being the main character. <laughs> <laughs> and you can ask anyone that works with me. I don't shut up about that sort of thing. Most oh, of you gotta hustle, man. Me just, well, I just I like to see the look on people's faces when I'm like, you know, they should do a spin-off just of my character, because we all know that he's the best character. You ask uh, Derek Phillips, who plays Wade. I just, I don't stop. I just add him all the time with that sort of thing. And he's like, he, he loves it, but it drives him crazy. <laughs> well, you never know. Like for Ubisoft, you never know what they're going to do with those Rainbow Six characters. I reckon Mozzie will come back I mean, in some other game. I'm telling you. Who knows? You know, yeah. you, I, all, all I can do is, you know, and I think that it's, it's the advantage of working with, with companies that you really respect and with content that you mm. relate to. Yeah. Is... You're going to make yourself open to to the possibilities that might arise, and and I'm I'm definitely open to 
you know, any potential, any potential jobs in any, you know, with any production company yeah, that, yeah. that come up. As long if, as it's quality know, writing, quality ex- people. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Would I like to, to work with, with them again? You know, any of the people I've worked with? Absolutely. Love to. Yeah. Not even a question. It's been a pleasure to have you on. I, I look forward to meeting you in person at the uh, at the premiere or Comic Con, whenever you're down. Absolutely. You're going to be at Comic Con. I'll have to now. If you're, I coming. think you have to. Yeah, <laughs> mate, come and I'll, I'll I'll try and have a, a little stumpy waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, no, um, that'd be great. That'd be great. We'll definitely catch up when I'm back. Uh, in mate, Australia. It's been a pleasure. I hope you have a. Um, is there anything you want to say quickly to the fans that are that are watching and watching on oh, replay? Um. Sincerely, to you know, to everyone who's sort of followed and supported my career over the past couple of years, thank you. Um, it's you know, I've I've been at this a long time, and um, without an audience that supports the work that we do, we're kind of you know we're dead in the water. So I'm super grateful to to everyone who sends me messages on Instagram and Twitter, and and who you know likes my the posts because I try and stay active on social media. You know, to everyone who sort of likes the posts that I put out and, and says kind comments and um, and just interacts in general and, you know, shares my work. I'm, I'm super grateful to you all. And, um, yeah, if you haven't if you haven't played Vanguard, please go and check it out. Um, I personally adore it. You're and, not biased. Uh, no, I'm not biased at all. Um, <laughs> and, you know, get on Twitter and, and tell everyone how – Lucas Riggs is the most glorious character that's doing the rounds right now. <laughs> and um, we want to see more of him. He's the best yeah, Call of Duty character in history. Oh, of all time. Of all Sorry, time. Sorry, Chad. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, um, yeah, no, just, just get out there, try the game, have fun. And, guys, yeah, thank you to everyone who's sort of supported me on the journey and um, I hope to bring you lots of con- fresh, exciting content in the future. And if you want a um, if you want a line read from Martin, you can go to his cameo, which um, you do stuff over there, yeah, for Lucas yep. or Mozzie or whoever. You can get yeah a- any any characters, or if you just want me to say good day, um, or as yeah, yourself, feel- yeah, or as myself. Um, all my socials are at Martin Copping. Um, there's a link tree on there that links to everything else. Ah, oh, the beauty of link tree. This is not a payout. Thank you. An uh, actor that knows Linktree. Thank you. Oh, mate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You you are one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's been it's honestly it's been an absolute saviour. Um, but yeah, if you go to any of my socials, you'll be able to find it and feel free to come to Cameo and Yeah. Uh yeah. I and when are you it. streaming next? Mate, I'm I gotta be honest, I'm pretty tempted to fire up the old uh PC right now. I'm, you know, I'll probably give it a little while, but uh, I, I, might, tonight, I might stream. Yeah. I might stream tonight. Yeah, I got All a little right. bit of cleaning up and stuff to do, but uh, we'll see. I'll put out a tweet. If I do, I'll put out a tweet. So, Beautiful at Martin Copping on Twitter and follow you. Yeah, YouTube, Twitch, all the YouTube, good places. Twitch, You're everywhere. All the good place. I'm on everything. Um, yeah. yeah. So love it, man. Um, before I let you go, is there anything? Um, is there anything Lucas can say to Dan? As we wrap this one up, what does he have to say to Dan? Mate, if there's one thing you're not, it's a 24 karat dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, mate. 
shit. I appreciate it, man. We'll um we'll link up off air, but it's uh it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on you, man. No, it sounds have fantastic, a- and I, I can't wait to meet up in person when I'm back in Melbourne. Thanks for taking the time, man. Say you bye, guys. Too. See you, everyone. Have a great uh rest of your day, or if you're watching the VOD, uh just press rewind. Watch it again. Why not? It'll get his <laughs> algorithm up. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Take care, mate. All right. You got it. Take it easy.